Welcome to another Quantum Conversation, brought to you by AcousticHealth.com. I'm Loren Gailey, and I invite you to sit back as we enter the Quantum Realm, that space of the greater part of you. It is your connection to infinite possibilities, infinite potential, and infinite mastery. Welcome to this Quantum Conversation. We are so pleased to be talking about this topic because we are falling in love with ourselves and actually exploring relationships with others. This is Foundation for Alchemical Union, Sacred Sexuality and Sex Magic, and so much more. We're really developing a relationship with self and our partners and so much more. We are with Alyssa Jane Lepska, who specializes as an energy guide, supporting the path of ascension. And we're going to be talking about how this part of ourselves is important for our ascension process and all about Kundalini rising and this wonderful experience and energy within ourselves. Alyssa, thank you for being here. Welcome. Thank you, Loren. I'm so excited to be here. Thank you for having me. Thank you. Oh, we are excited to have you as well. And as we dive into this topic, I first want to ask you about your own awakening and how that led you to this path. What was your personal story of awakening? Was it something that happened along the way gradually or was there a significant moment? What can you share on that? Mm. I really appreciate being able to share about this because it's very unique for all of us on this path as new earth leaders. And I'm, I feel like I have a very normal story. I, I've lived a pretty normal life here in the United States. I have a good family, all of the normal things we go through, all school and having fun. And then all of a sudden, when we start awakening, things get a little weird, right? Um, and for me, my initiation started as soon as I was born, and especially around sacred sexuality, because within the family, there was misuse of power around sexuality, and there was abuse and sexual abuse. This was not something I remembered to many years later, and, and I don't even have any memory of it, actually, but it came online. It was something that came up many years later. So the path of being a sacred sexual priestess started for me as soon as I was born. And um, I do remember one of my first memories was a rainbow that my mother painted on our wall, right, as this breadcrumb trail of reminding me of my rainbow self. And... And my awakening to my spirituality, I always had a connection with God. I'm very lucky I had a spiritual family. So we talked about prayer. We talked about God. And that was easy for me. So I always felt very connected to source and spirit. Um, as a teenager, I started to awaken more. And for this, it, it was almost like... Um, a lot of drama with relationships, right? It was calling in all the stuff to, to come up, to be cleared, to work on. So that, that was having a lot of intense experiences as a teenager with those initiations starting. And when I was 19, my mother passed into the rainbow realms, the angelic realms. And that was maybe the moment where everything got really shaken up for me, like the snow globe. So that was 
the beginning of the awareness. And I remember just time before that and time after that, um, it was preparing me to be a shaman, to see between the worlds, to have guides that are on the other side. So that's a big part of my awakening experience is that I'm always in between the worlds. <laughs> and and that was that was a time to understand that, that beginning process. And I was very sad and very distraught for many years, but I'm not anymore. I'm in such a different place and I have such a, an amazing relationship with my mother and many guides that are unseen to most people. So at that point, I started to want to learn more about energy work and I found amazing teachers. I found an amazing shop and I started doing the goddess tradition. And this was really a big step for me to take this step, not away from the divine masculine, but I just needed, I needed to balance it because before that it was, you know, it was all about the Christian faith. And, and, and as we're taught it, it's very masculine, right? So that was the beginning right around 20, where I had to dive into the goddess world. And I had to embrace, as I was losing what I thought was my mother, I had to really embrace divine mother coming into my life. So that was kind of the beginning of my awakening. And then my gifts started to come online. I got my first Reiki attunement right, right then. And for me, in the beginning, it just felt like a lot of anxiety and a lot of fear because I was, maybe I overdid it also. I was bringing in all of this light, all of this energy work, but I didn't quite understand how to process it. So for many years, I was just kind of always living on edge with all this information coming in, especially as an intuitive that I get so much information, but it's taken me a long time to be able to figure it out. What is mine? What is another's? And especially as the ascension symptoms started to really ramp up around 2011, 2012, um, from that point till now is when the clarity has really come around my gifts. But I do my work and I've been doing my work every day now for many years. So for me, that means sitting in quiet space, meditating. It also means being a conduit and anchor for the new earth energy. So every day, anchoring into the grid lines, the crystalline system. And from that, I have created a system that I can work with. I've created structure to bring in information. So it's been many, many years, decades, up until this point of doing this work. And the Ascension Diet, was maybe one of the biggest parts to help with my awakening. So the last 10 years, really understanding how to feed my body, what would nurture me in many ways um, as part of my awakening experience. Um, so that's a little bit about my story, Loren. Um, and I, I love to help others awaken. So I know talking about our personal experiences, hopefully someone listening says, oh, wow, I feel anxious, but no, maybe you're just bringing in a lot of light. <laughs> yes, okay. Maybe we're bringing in a lot of light. I love that. And so your story is heartwarming. I'm glad that you have a perfect, good relationship with your mother now Thank on you. the other side. That's um, really miraculous how that happens. I've heard that story um, so many times and so it helps all of us heal relationships before people pass out of our lives. That's right. Because if they 
pass and it, something needs to be healed, there is healing that comes from the other side. I've witnessed that in my own life and it's quite amazing. So that's really good to hear. And I'm sorry that you lost your mom at such a young age, um, but wow, you can see the reason behind it or the, the journey, the part of the journey of why a seemingly traumatic episode like that would really set you on your path. And so um, thank you for sharing that story. And so here we are, you are really helping people with the ascension. I love that you anchor in the new earth energies. And as we're talking about healing and we're talking about ascension, relationships and ascension, we've heard that relationships are important in ascension. They're great ways for us to look at ourselves and love ourselves more. Yet this sacred sexuality and relationships in the ascension process is interesting. There are some spiritual teachers who say, uh, we don't need the sexuality anymore, but you say different things that it's an, an important part of the process. What's going on there? Mm. Yes, this is all really great stuff, Loren. And and what I want to just say before I start is that there's many paths. Yes. Right? There's many lineages. There's lots of information. And when we align with our blueprint and our divine path, that is what's right for us. You know, so we, it's very important, whatever I'm sharing, that you, we have to decide what is for us and what isn't. Oh, that resonates, that doesn't. Um, and the path of sacred sexuality, sex magic, it is an ascension path. However, it's a path that's been very manipulated. So it is a very confusing path. It is a path that's been kept secret. So for thousands of years, this is a mystery school. This is a very secret path kept secret. And thousands of years ago, we weren't able to talk about it. In fact, we might've been killed if we were talked about it. So it feels scary sometimes to share this information now going through those old stories in ourselves. However, this is a new time. And if this feels like this is right for you, these are tools that are going to activate your light body. These are tools that are going to expand your consciousness. There's a reason it has been kept secret. Um, people could hurt themselves with these tools. So in the beginning, of course, it's kind of protect um, people that are using the energy like an atomic bomb. You don't want people just to explode themselves. It can be very powerful. And not to get into the victim slave mentality, but it has been kept from the masses for a reason too, because it is so powerful. And the lineage that I share and that I have been trained in is the Egyptian, the ancient Egyptian lineage. This is held by Mother Isis. If you feel, um, you know, excited when you hear the word the Magdalens, right? This is connected to that work. Um, so this, this is this path and, and there's other, there's other lineages. There's, um, the Taoist, there's Hindu, there's Tibetan, there's many lineages of the sacred sexuality. And 
though they're very similar because energy follows laws in our universe, so it's similar, the techniques of how to utilize the life force energy are different. So I'll be sharing techniques from the Egyptian, the ancient Egyptian lineage. And I also want to say it's important that with any light work, and especially with this work, because it activates the kundalini and the life force, not to overdo it, because it can have negative effects if you bring in too much in, in energy, too much information into the system, awakening the system. It's like a flashlight. And so we have a lot of stuff that we are not aware of hiding in ourselves. Stories from our lifetime, stories from past lifetimes, from our lineage. When we do this work, we shine this light. Sometimes that can be very overwhelming if those feelings are deep, intense, dense programming. So this is a path that we have to be careful with. <laughs> mm, okay. Well, it's very interesting because it's an act, it's life force energy. And so how do you work with it in a positive way? And do you always need a partner? Hmm. Yeah, great question. So our life force, our kundalini, is cradled in our pelvic, is cradled, it comes from our root and our sacral. So when we are doing any sort of energy work, chakra work, we're working with this energy. This is part of our everyday. This is part of what keeps us going. And there are practices to build it, energy building practices. So when we learn how to harness this energy, and then we learn how to bring it up into the crown, into the, the higher mind, this is when the ascension process is activated more quickly. So there are different techniques. This is, um, sacred sexuality is not just one thing. It is representing a way, a path, a way of being. And then we're, there are energy techniques we can do by ourselves. So we don't need a partner to engage in the sex magic part of it. We can use our own orgasm by ourselves. And, and at that moment, we can learn how to use the magnetics and create a container to create alchemy and activate our light body. So we can do this on our own. We can do this with a partner and that becomes very magnified. Of course, it requires finding a partner. So that in itself is its own journey. And I'd like to just say too, on my personal experience, I've been with my partner now for a very long time, over two decades, but he's not necessarily taking this path the way I'm taking it. However, I've very open with him. Of course, he supports me. He knows everything I'm doing. So I have permission to use these energy techniques when we're together. So even though my partner is not engaging with me in them, they we are using them. And on a higher level, he's agreeing to that. So that can be one aspect of how a partnership can look like. Of course, we have amazing couples out there that are doing the work together we honor them. We love them. <laughs> so there's different ways to experience this. Well, okay. I can hear a sigh of relief from everyone watching and listening that um, anyone can do it. Yeah. And any couple can do it. 
whether both people are into it or not. And so what is the dynamics here? What are we doing then? So we're, uh, can you give us uh, some advice on moving that energy and letting it expand consciousness? What are we to do? Yes. Some very easy tools of how to use this is one, just being in that space of love and adoration with your partner. That builds great magnetics. That in itself is very energizing. So the male and the female are very different in the way that our bodies express energy. So when we come together in this way, it creates this perfect balance of positive and negative electrical impulses and magnetics. What's most important for this practice is that the woman feels safe, is that the female feels honored and safe. That may be the most important part of the practice. So that in itself is an energy container, is safety. And for the male, the most important part of the practice is for him to surrender to the divine feminine, for him to surrender to his beloved, the goddess within her. That itself is very powerful magnetics. This starts to create the container for it to happen, this awareness of those two things, which I mean, it's really, it's definitely about the female. This is a lot about the goddess. And as the new earth, we're bringing goddess back in as this awakening of the balance. So it's actually very perfect work that supports the collective also, um, which I love, right? We're doing this very sacred work on our own, but it is, it is a big work that impacts everybody. So when we are doing any sort of alchemy, energy building work, we need a container for the ingredients to go into. We also need the energy to help transmute. So the definition of alchemy is transforming one substance into another. So in the process of sex magic, when people come together, our attention of awareness becomes our container. Our bodies are the container too, but it is actually the awareness that we create. So by having an awareness of the energy creates the container. The process of sexual pleasure is building the magnetics. So just the process of receiving pleasure, being with your partner, caressing, moving energy, that in itself brings up so much of the magnetics. So if two people or the one person is wanting to focus on this, Focusing the attention of just where the energy is at creates that container. As the energy continues to build and build, you can bring in different energy breath techniques for the advanced person that has been practicing. But in the beginning, an easy way to utilize this energy is at the moment of climax, if it happens, <laughs> and it doesn't have to happen for the female because that can be more challenging and I'd like to get to that in a second. But as the moment of climax is happening and say it's happening with the male first, at that moment, we focus our attention, our awareness of the container 
to letting that energy go up into the brain center. And then that brings it into the whole body. That is what is then activating the light body. So it's actually just very simple. It's about focusing your attention. The magnetics are happening. That's kind of what's amazing about this. All the ingredients are already there. The substances that are being transformed are things like saliva, sweat, hormones, sexual fluids, the neurotransmitters in our brain. This is creating all the ingredients we need to activate the light body. The most important part of this practice is after you have gotten to the point of reaching climax and letting the magnetics flow into our etheric energy body, which is what we're doing, we're building our energy body, then there's a nesting moment. And this is actually the most important part of the practice is to sit in the frequencies together and still be there together emotionally, doing some gentle caressing and sitting in the frequencies because you've created all these frequencies. Now it's time to let them integrate. And we call this nesting in the magnetics. This is very easy for the female because at this point, the energies have become very magnetic, so very heavy. The, the female is naturally magnetic. The male is naturally electric, right? So this is the part where the female can just really be in her energy. The male very often will want to go to sleep or he wants to get up and go someplace else and start to do something because he's feeling energized. So the challenge is really for the male to surrender at this point and for the female to give him that space to feel safe, to surrender in the magnetics. And so if you can take that time afterwards, that is actually where a lot of magic happens in this part of nesting in the vibrations. Wow, that sounds um, really interesting. And I think... <laughs> <laughs> You've got a lot of hearts and minds rolling with this and um, excited. So then what, so the nesting part, just hanging out, not thinking too much. Okay. Um, sometimes when the thoughts come in, that's where it can like dismantle all that. So oh, really being just being, and how do you direct do you both think of a goal? Do you as a person think of a goal? Um, world peace, for example, new earth, for example, uh, manifestation, then the next step. Yes, that's where it gets really yummy and juicy is when you want to bring in your seeds to plant and you want to create intentions together. And when you bring two people together, the power is exponentially more powerful than just one person. So if a couple can work together in that way and have intentions, right, it would be good to maybe talk about the intentions along the way uh, before you get started, just in your life in general. What are the intentions we're focusing on this week? And it's really amazing if you have a partner that says, yeah, let's focus on new earth, right? Let's focus on a love this week for new earth that everyone feels really loved. 
And like you're saying, it's not about overthinking it, right? Because we're holding all that energy and frequency. If you've already planted those seeds, now you want to just let the soil cultivate it. And, and, and you want to bring the soil up to its high frequency to be fertile. So you just put it perfectly, Loren. You just want to be. That is that is what it's about when you get to the end of it, just to be and sit together, not overthink it, and still have that heart connection where you're feeling love towards one another. Because um, sometimes, right, it's just on to the next thing. We're very busy or we go to sleep, <laughs> right? Because we're all so tired. So to just take the time and to let that energy exchange of love, that is going to do a lot of the heavy lifting for the manifesting. So you're going to want your intentions set before that because you don't want to think too much at that point, for sure. Yes. All right. Thinking. Um, many times it's our minds that get in the way in this process. And so let's circle back to what you were saying about the woman feeling safe and honored uh, and the man could actually reach climax earlier what are the dynamics there? Can you explain more about what happens with females or what some of the situations are there? Yes, yes. And this is part of what I really love to help women on this path because the orgasm is something that is so powerful. At the moment of orgasm, we have no resistance between us and our higher selves. There's no resistance between us and God. We are in complete God flow. We are God realized that orgasm. That's why it feels so good. <laughs> That's why it is sought after. There's a reason it feels good because we are just letting divine flow through us with our higher presence coming in, guiding it. So for the female, there's a lot there. That has, that has maybe stopped her from being able to receive this pleasure. And it's okay. Wherever you're at on your journey as a woman, it's okay. No, no worries, no frustration. You can orgasm, multi-orgasm. You can have that. You might have to do a little work to get there, right? And that's what I love to help women with. And I, I had to do some work myself to get there. As the female, just to talk about the dynamics a little bit more about the female and the male, the female is magnetic and she is the receiver of energy, while the male is electric and he is the giver of energy. So whenever we come together and have sex, the female takes on the male's energy, whether she knows this or not. And the male, then for him, he has a telepathic cord from the female to him. So, right. So when we're in a relationship with a male, we're like, we know where he is. I know where he is. Right. Because we, we become telepathically connected to them. And what I'm explaining here, I think all of us can then see starting young as teenagers in relationships or having many partners can really clog up your energy field especially men that have a lot of partners and are maybe not doing it in an aligned way, then they have many cords connecting them. So for the female, if there's anything that is she's not having 
able to climax, then perhaps that is part of it. She's taken on energy which blocks her, which has confused the system. Mm -hmm. And um, and it's just the nature of it because we want to we we receive that is just the electronics of it the magnetics the physics of it so to speak. So another part of this aspect is the many lifetimes, the many many lifetimes where women have been abused, and women have been overpowered and 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 without going there right because I know as I'm talking about it. You can feel that, right? You can feel so many lifetimes ready to come up and be healed. And I thank each and every one of you who's choosing to want to do this work because we're healing so much for our mothers, our grandmothers, our great-grandmothers, past lifetimes that maybe are not even connected to this bloodline. We're holding that frequency. So women... It's harder for women to climax for that reason than for men, because we're just holding a lot of things that are creating frequencies that block us from feeling safe, that block us from receiving our God self, right? So wherever you're at in your work, this path will also help clear that for the female. And that's why we also have to do it. Even if we're doing this work with a partner, we have to do it by ourselves. We have to process this on our own. And it doesn't have to be that hard. It can actually happen very quickly. And so the other aspect of this, which is so beautiful, is women are holding the goddess within, within us as archetype. As male and female, we hold many archetypes. The females are holding more of the goddess archetypes. We hold the goddess Kali in our womb. She is our dark womb goddess. So Kali has gone through a lot. Kali's not happy all the time, right? Um, and so if we're not having orgasm, if we're having chronic issues, yeast, urinary, Kali is talking to us. Kali is trying to give us messages. So it's just, it is just about our relationship with the goddess. And there's, if there's things to be worked out, messages to come through, they will happen. It will happen. It is our birthright to receive our divine orgasm. It is our birthright. So wherever you are at as a female with your partner, you don't have to worry about it when you come together. It's not necessary. The magnetics are building. You're already doing all of the work to create the activation of the light body. Of course, we want to have orgasm, right? That feels really, really good. So it's just very personal. And at some point, if you're willing to do the work, you will be able to get to it with partner. The goal is to have simultaneous orgasm and to come together, your God goddess selves together. That is a goal. So we're all working on it. I'm working on it. <laughs> I, yeah. And I've heard that from other people who are very much in love. And it's like, if we could only get that simultaneous action together. So should we just not worry about that then? Not worry about it. Just get out of the head and be That's present. Right. That's right. That's right. Okay. <laughs> okay. So don't, don't put any pressure or think about it too much because I really think the thinking 
is what disturbs the energy as well, like you were saying, and what we, what as women, what we could bring into it. Because I know in, in my, you know, there was something in my life where I turned around and questioned, why am I such a prude? I actually said that one time. I saw, I had an awareness. Why am I such a prude? And that was very interesting because that's the healing that's going on through all of this. It's generational. That's it's right. ancestral. That's right. It's um, because I there was nothing in my life that ever made me such a prude. You know, I think I've worked through that pretty much, but it's very interesting that that was there and I questioned it. And that's what is happening, I think, with many of us. And then uh, traditional relationships, maybe young relationships as teenagers, um, you know, the, the time where the man is just like, bam, 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 or just something like that. That's not the way it works anymore. The way to the kingdom is um, through stillness and these magnetics that you're talking about, uh, electricity, the energy building that you're talking about. So it's almost as if many people, many of our collective need to relearn. So that's important work that you're doing is helping all of us relearn the sacred sexuality. Thank you, Loren. And as you're speaking, information's coming in to share important information that you just touched on a very important aspect. So the idea of being crude, right? Being um, conservative, it, it right is it is a big part connected to shame, a big part connected to guilt, and when we look at the frequency, the emotional frequency chart, what's at the very bottom? Shame and guilt, right? And those are maybe the vibrations that are connected to how the sacred sexual has been so manipulated right and and so that we're afraid to use it that we that we become conservative or prude that we that we push back and say no 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 this i can't do that because there is so much a shame and guilt attached to it and right I, when you were talking about the overthinking and the magnetics it's about the surrender, right? That is maybe the, the biggest aspect of what this is for both the male and the female. The female needs to surrender, but she also needs to know she's safe, but that's that there's a lot there, right? That's that goes back and forth in her head, right? And she's thinking it. I just want to share this too, which is so interesting. For a female, when she has an orgasm, it happens in the brain. When a male has an orgasm, it's happening in his spine. It's just very interesting, the different dynamics to think about with that, why we do think about it so much, right? So this path of sacred sexual, sacred relationship, there's no room for shame. There's no room for guilt. It's actually what we have to work on is con constantly letting it go, forgiving it, surrendering it, releasing it, allowing ourselves to receive the pleasure that we deserve that is our birthright. Yes, okay, very interesting. Thank you for sharing on this. Is there anything else you'd like to add about 
calling in the right partner and our partners. Mm. Yes. So using the word sacred relationship, right, as opposed to sacred sexuality, um, right? And, and I love that. I mean, it's one in the same, but it is emphasizing the aspect of partnership there. And the sacred relationship begins with ourself. That is the relationship we're cultivating the most. That's the path of Christ consciousness, is to be in complete, fulfilled relationship within yourself. That balance of divine mother, divine father, and divine child, wholly awakened within yourself. And I know we're all on that path for this new earth, whether we're aware and awake to it or not. And we, we walk this path by love, right? This is a planet of love. Many teachers talk about it. This is, right? And not to say it's Venus necessarily, right? But this is a planet about being initiated in love and forgiveness. This is a master planet. It's no joke here, right? <laughs> and so to be successful with others starts with ourselves. So the first part of this work is to always go back to the part, the relationship with yourself, to take ourselves out of the victim, the slave mentality, to step into the power, to recognize this is all an illusion anyway. This is actually just a hologram reflecting back to me everything that I'm already thinking and feeling. However, we want to have fun. We want to have great relationships. We came here to experience ourselves through relationships with others. That's how we, that's how we can grow. That's how we can ascend is through the mirroring of this with another. Our relationship with ourselves, then once we get that really whole feeling really good, loving yourself, having to bring up all the ugly, angry, mad parts of yourself and to bring them home, to love that, right? That's a lot of the work. So that's when we work through the shame and the blame and the guilt and the regret is by taking these parts into our heart and saying, no, 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 I love you. You're amazing. You come home, right? Then we start to our relationship with source and our and our connection to spirit really awakens through this self relationship. The relationship with an, with another can flourish. I spent and especially with my partner now, I spent many years not feeling satisfied in the relationship, but it had nothing to do with him. It was all about me. <laughs> and as I did my work he rose up and met me. It wasn't even something that I had to say, you have to go and do your work. It was just a vibrational. If you want to be in my field, he had to do it. And he and his higher self wanted to do the work. So it, it, it's, we have made the journey together. But I also take the static out of partnership that we want to be with a partner, but it's not the end all be all of our existence. And and it's and the idea of twin flame that there's only one perfect person 
I don't believe that. And I don't, and, and so, and I know there's so much about the twin flame, but there's many teachers that teach about it. It's not always romantic also, right? That aspect of twin flame. But this is about calling in partnership with someone that's going to help you on your path and you will help them. Yes. All right. Very good. There's so many questions that come up from this. And I can sense just from some of the questions from our show in the past, this really is about self-love, how um, loving ourselves, um, it's, you know, relationships could be like a mirror for us and, and helping us love ourselves. And so if we're in a relationship, I know that there's some who may have to leave their husband or their spouse. Do you have any thoughts about those who are in that old model of relationship and how to make this adjustment in marriages or long partnerships that may just not jive? Mm. And, and that so much of that is happening over this past decade for all of us new earth visionaries. And it doesn't have to be it doesn't have to be hard. It doesn't have to be um, fall, a falling apart or a dismantling if we go about it through the path of love, right? Mm -hmm. And because then we only want the best for the partner we're with, whether or not we we want to continue with them or not, we still want the best for them. So on the foundation of love and divine alignment, right? If it is not in a divine alignment for me to be with you, then it is not in a divine alignment for you to be with me, right? So finding that balance of what is right for both partners. And, and then it takes out some of the scariness, some of the hurt and all the pain, because you can do it with love, right? You can support each other with love. Um, so that that's a little bit of the, the magical energy around it is just right? Love your partner, even if you know it's not the relationship that you're going, that is meant for you to continue, you have to love them. And where, and however that happens, whatever, whatever work is required, just to open your heart. And, and, and then the right thing will happen. They will feel that. And the right partnership will come into their life too, through the process of, of everybody choosing to want to align the right alignment will happen for both parties. Beautiful. Thank you for saying that. And it brings up the song. If you can't be with the one you love, <laughs> love the one you're with. <laughs> okay. I'm not a singer. Love the one you're with. That's right. <laughs> okay. All right. Beautiful. I know that that is comforting for some, and it is all about love in the face of everything. And so that's very, very helpful. So there's, um, you mentioned something about the breath as well, mm -hmm. and that it was also for advanced processes. Can you share more on what one can do with the breath and the importance of breath in this process? Yes, yes. So our breath is a tool for all the energy work anybody does with anything, right? Our breath is our life force. And whether you're a yogi or you're a runner or a dancer, right? Right. Learning how to use breath um, heightens every 
practice you're working with. The breath is such an important part. So when we're using breath and intention, that's when real magic and power happens is in that process. I was talking a little bit before about alchemy. So for alchemy to take place, we need to have the container. We need to have the substances and the energy. And in that process, the substance transforms from one substance to another. The goal of this is to transform lower vibration into higher vibration, right? That we're wanting to turn our heavy metal into the gold, to burn off the dross, right? So using the breath work and this ancient energy breath work, um, that turns it up full speed. That is putting the oven on high. So this is a breath technique from the ancient Egyptian lineage. It is called, it is a fire breath. So that's what I call it. Uh, but it could also be called the, the raising of the double serpents. This is a breath technique that I share. And um, the lineage of my teachers um, and the, what I share comes from this book, the Magdalene Manuscript. So the breath work is in this book. Um, and this was from my teacher's teacher. And this is channeled from Mary Magdalene. So this is the breath work that she was using with Yeshua. If, if you believe in that story, if you want to talk about that story, right, and I'm talking to everybody, right, this is, so this is the breath work that I share. It is activating the life force, the kundalini, in the root and in the sacral chakra. It is building it and cultivating it by holding the container it can build. It requires a few steps to learn the final the final stage of what we're what we're wanting to do, which is rising of the double serpents. Loren, could I share um, a picture? All right. Do you see that? Yes. Okay. So this is what the rising of the double serpents looks like. This is the final stage of this breath technique when you can learn all the different stages. So at the base of our of our root is where the kundalini comes from. We transform this energy into the double serpents. And we have the black lunar serpent and we have the gold solar serpent. The black lunar serpent is the female and the gold lunar the gold solar serpent is the male. We build them. We, 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 we build them, and then when they're ready, we, we do the breath work to bring them up through the chakras, and they do this beautiful dance. And then they come together in a chalice in the center of the head. This is working with the brain center. It's working with the pineal gland, working with the pituitary gland. So we, through the steps of this process, you create this container. You create the chalice you have focused on working with the serpents. As the serpents are rising up through the chakras, they have their own intelligence. We don't have to overthink it, which you've already, I think what you've, your guidance and intuition of this is so right. It is not about overthinking it because the energy knows what to do. So as the serpents go through the chakras, they balance the chakras 
and they are building energy and activating and they know what to do. So, so at wherever you're at in your path of light body ascension, we let the serpents and the energy do the work. As they come into the brain center, they then drop serpentine drops. And the, the lunar black serpent drops red serpentine drops. The gold serpent drops white serpentine drops. These drops then do their magical alchemy in the brain center, which is where it activates our intuition, our latent gifts. This is going to bring, bring on all your clairs are going to activate. Your gifts are going to come online by just doing this. And like you're saying, it's not overthinking it because actually to, to do the breath work, you can't really think it. You're just, you're just telling the serpents where to go. You just give the intention. I'm focusing energy here. Now we're going to go up here and the serpents do the work. It's, it's taken me a couple of years to get to the serpent breath and there's other breaths that lead up to it. So talking about um, the, the, the beautiful couple <laughs> that can do this work together, they, the, they then are weaving their serpents in and out of each other's bodies. And then the magnetics become so very powerful and the process of ascension is just a natural outcome it's just what happens so this is the breath technique that i share that i use every day and that i teach um thank you for sharing this and i can sense that many want to know more and just experience this in their own life and fall back in love with ourselves um move away from any prudishness or just use this as the powerful tool that it is. I can sense that there's a, there's just as women, I think that um, being raised, maybe we're just, not all women are prude, please. We know that that's not the case, but there's many of us that are. And so this is helping us to take a look at this straight on, head on and own it for ourselves and love ourselves enough that we can give this gift and use this gift in our life for ascension and to just be in a new place with our spouses and our loved ones that we're that you know we may partner with, but primarily ourselves. I just see that as really important, That's really great. important. Mm -hmm. So okay, beautiful. Well, I wanted to have you talk about ways that people can work with you because you're a beautiful teacher for this, a wonderful facilitator. And in your special offer, you have ways that people can work with you one-on-one. -on -one. So are these for couples or individuals or how does that work? Tell us about this, personal sessions with you. Mm. Thank you, Loren. And Thank you for honoring me as a teacher. I really appreciate that. And I love sharing this information. It is, it is my passion. It, it's so much fun for me. And so this package, um, the way that it came in, it was so beautiful too, how all the information came in of what is necessary and how our community needs to be supported right now. So this package, it is for couples. And I want to say it's a two for one. And this doesn't mean bring your best friend along. This means 
if you are in partnership and you are intentionally wanting to do work or work on your relationship, I am happy to work with a couple. This is for someone that is doing the work on their own. Maybe you're in a partnership, maybe you're not. It doesn't really matter. It's okay either wherever you're at on your path. This is for people that are maybe really wanting a new relationship that are feeling like I'm ready and I'm really wanting to call in the new partner. This is for those people also. A big part of this work that has helped me is working with the guides. So this, this package is a container in itself. It is a mystery school. And, the, it, and so there's four sessions all together. And the first session is a half an hour session. We'll connect, we'll set our intentions, and the container will start to be created. Then there's three 90-minute sessions. This is going to give the space for talking about these techniques, how to integrate them, how to use them, and then talking about anything that needs to be processed and healed that comes up along the way. So. Throughout this process, Archangel Michael, Archangel Faith, and Lady Kuan Yin are going to overlight this container. There is a whole team of Ascension guides, Mother Isis, Mother Gaia, Lord Sananda. Many, many guides are supporting us. But the three, Archangel Michael, Archangel Faith, and Lady Kuan Yin, are going to hold divine family for us. And through simple prayers and mantras every day when we're feeling, if you are the person that's feeling lonely and you're ready to have deeper connection, maybe then you'll want to call in Archangel Michael and say, Archangel Michael, thank you for holding the place of divine husband for me. Because it's not about bringing in aspect of divine husband. It's about activating divine husband within myself first. So this is what those three guides are going to be doing on a very intimate, personal level with you. And this is where I don't have to overthink it, Loren. I can let it go. I've been able to create these energetic containers. And, it, and then it's the work is happening. I'm just, I'm giving it the space. It, it's not about me doing anything, really. And so Archangel Michael came in with this work um, with with me a couple of years ago and said, I will support you in your partnership. I needed to do this work with Archangel Michael for my relationship. <laughs> and I still do it. And I call in um, Archangel Faith and Lady Kuan Yin as well. Archangel Michael is like our Archangel boyfriend husband. He will, he is here to help and also for the planet. Um, so he he's wanting to help all of us on this path. Also, if you are, um, you know, same sex, that it doesn't matter. It's it's all good wherever you're at. It doesn't have to be male and female because we hold the magnetics within us. So this is for everybody. And maybe you you just want to call in Quan Yin to work with that husband aspect or the divine wife aspect. Sometimes it's fun to say divine girlfriend, divine boyfriend. We can be playful with this. This is about having fun. So the guides are going to be working with you all the time. Um, this is going to be from the time the container starts until the end. It is called the foundation because 
afterwards, you're going to be ready to keep working with them. It's just the beginning. It, you will have the tools to keep working with all of the team. Um, alchemical union, I love this. This is what has come in, the foundation for alchemical union, because we are going to become more whole. This is what it's all about. This is what the work is about. And this is how then we call in divine partnership or we activate the partnership we're in more fully. So this, this is some of the things we'll talk about. Um, another aspect that if you're interested in and I love to share is the crystal wand and the crystal egg use. These are beautiful tools. These are beautiful tools to help um, with the idea of being prudish, right? And I and I really appreciate, Loren, you sharing that because I know we can all relate. We've all, especially whether it's a grandmother or an aunt or, or a friend, right? We've, we have it around us and we have a voice saying, oh no, that's maybe not for you. That's dangerous. Don't do that, right? So, or maybe... You have gone through intense trauma and pain, perhaps abuse, sexual abuse, and you're really needing to clear and heal. This is when crystal magic can really support us. Crystals are little light beings. They can help detoxify. They can help awaken what we need to see. Because it's not just about, okay, take away all my negativity. Now I feel good, right? That's that's not what it's about. But in the process of oh, I didn't know I was thinking that way. We release the negativity. Working with crystals can help us do that. So that is part of what the crystals do. They also, if you're working on your own and you don't have a partner, they can help the pleasure aspect of it. Um, and it's very high vibrational, very high frequency. A big part of orgasm for women is being addicted to vibrators and devices and there's no shame I'm not please I love the goodie drawer that's not what it's about but I was addicted to my vibrator and I needed I needed a, a year or two to detox before I was able to climax without it and and so these are the tools that can help with that if that's what you're wanting if that's what you're choosing and as part of the package, a little bonus gift, I will send you a silk tie. Um, this is a design I've created, um, and it helps with weight training and resistance training that if you wanted to strengthen the PC muscles, your vaginal muscles, your bladder, this is going to bring everything into balance using the egg. Um, and so... I have created this from silk and I, silk is a record keeper like crystal, silk holds vibration. So this is going to also help with the healing process. So this is a beautiful gift I'm happy to share with anyone if they want to do resistance and weight training with their crystal egg practice. Um, so that's a little bit more. If someone is interested in that, I love to talk about that also as part of the package. <laughs> Okay, thank you so much for that. It is a new earth. You were helping with the alchemy of humans. Mm. This remembrance of our function, our bodily function, and the ancient technology. Um, it's amazing. It sounds really good. 
So again, that is on the webpage here, the link to that. And we invite those who are watching and listening to check it out and to spend time with you. How magical, because it's private and yeah. people can share very intimate things and feel safe, which is a requirement in this whole process. So really it's beautiful and we really thank you for it. So again, it's for everyone, for those who are in relationships, for those who wish to be in a relationship or who wish to change their relationship or to change to another, it's really important. And, and most importantly, relationships with ourselves. this love for ourselves to let it flow, let the love flow. Yes. Yeah. Yes, that is number one. That's right. That is what New Earth is about. Well, thank you for being a New Earth leader in this realm. It must have taken a lot of bold courage for you to do this and speak out, but it's safe now. And it's so important because, and I guess as we close, I'd like you to ask, I'd like to ask you about how this activates our light body. It's our life force energy. It's kundalini, kundalini rising and it's higher consciousness. Would you say that the light body is our higher self, is our beingness? And so this is what activates that. Mm. Beautiful, a beautiful way to close because this is very scientific. You know, this, this is a system of physics and magnetics, and that is why it is so powerful. So our light body is very scientific also. What is happening on this planet, the new earth experience, science can see it's happening. The planetary frequency is rising and our, our at atomic subatomic particles are spinning at a faster rate, <laughs> right? So that is the process of this light body ascension. It is, it is the quickening and the speeding up of energy. So as our light bodies come online, the natural gifts we have are just are there. As we become higher frequency, we are master beings already. So this process of activating the light body is ultimately just allowing our true natures to come in, our higher presence to come in fully. And it, it's a scientific, it is, it, it, we are scientific chemistry experiments. We are the, the most master computers ever, mm -hmm. right? So this is when it gets very exciting because it is magic, but it becomes very practical. And, um, and the light body ascension process is just us being our best selves, having all our clairs online, being completely connected to source so that everything we're doing is in alignment and is respectful and loving to all other life. So beautiful. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for this information today. You have lit us up and excited us for this. We hope that those who are watching and listening can feel fresh and new with this information uh, and feel the power of it. And hopefully you are removing just this conversation alone. Could we just trust that it's removing 
shame and guilt and opening us up to the goddess, the beauty that we are within ourselves. And this is not just for women, but for men as well. It's a whole new world and it's so new earth. You are a really awesome new earth teacher. And mm -hmm. this is powerful and lovely stuff. Alyssa Jane, thank you so much for this beautiful conversation. Is there anything you'd like to add as we say goodbye? You just did a beautiful energy release and activation there. And that's what it's about, removing the shame, blame, guilt, and regret. That is how we get to new earth. Thank you. All Thank right. you, Ren. New earth is here. It's all within us right here, right now. We just have to be in the frequency. Thank you. Thank you, Loren. Namaste. Namaste. Thank you for listening to this quantum conversation. And thank you for dancing with us to the cosmic heart. As we raise our own vibration, we raise the vibration of the planet. This show is dedicated to you and all awakening hearts as we are here to shine our bright light and amplify our love. Access all quantum conversations, special offers from our guests, and online healing retreats by visiting AcousticHealth.com. I'm Loren Gailey, and from my sacred heart to yours, I honor your magnificent love and light. We leave you now with music from the universe. Music literally created by the universe as musical notes were assigned to mathematical equations. The result is this beautiful music available at AcousticHealth.com. Namaste. Namaste.